acid cock. Yeah. Got uh, good. <laughs> Make sure we get that in. I hate that it so leave much. meeting. What? Oh, yeah, I'm gonna go. I hit that one. Damn. Yeah. It's rude. I won't abandon the show. <laughs> and speaking of shows that I'm not gonna abandon, this is hardly <laughs> nowhere. Oh, what an fucking intro. hell! Holy shit! Hey, you want to do a better one? Go for it. I sure fucking don't. I'm Turtle Pig. Hi guys. Uh, <laughs> we've got uh, we got Slurper. We got Zell here. How are you two doing? Oh, super. All right. I'm super fucking duper. Fantastic. Fatnastic. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Get it. Love, what did you that. say? Fatnastic. So mixing the N and the T and turning it instead of fantastic, it's fatnastic. It sounds kind of I don't know. It's fun. It was a misspelling that I did in like high school, and I just kept saying it because it's stupid. So okay. Well, I'm glad we're keeping keeping that uh, Keep tradition, tradition going. Alive. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Uh, we are joined uh, by a, a, a repeating guest. Uh, last last scene on the car fucking episode. Mm -hmm. How you doing, Sam? Hi guys, thank you for having me back. Uh, yeah. Welcome back. I, uh, yeah, I, I I said last time. I said next time I come back, let's do uh, something a little bit more like lighthearted. And uh, I I apologize for suggesting that we do one of the darkest things anyone can talk about. Yeah, yes, yeah. this is going to be so, the yeah. heaviest episode of Hardly Knower. <laughs> yep. Yeah, mm -hmm. but uh, hopefully, um, you know, I, I guess we should say up front, like trigger warning, as far as like for sure death and suicide and yep. you know that will be talked about and uh i just want to say also off the bat i'm not an expert um i am only relaying my experience and retelling that and if you can get something useful out of that that's great but in no way you know obviously go at your own pace as far as grief that's your own journey definitely seek professional help if you need it mm -hmm. uh, i'm just gonna be talking about my personal experience i just want to get that out of the way completely up front before we dive dive straight in for sure. yeah we're, we're gonna be talking about heavy stuff for most of this episode i think so yep yeah. on that note none of us are experts um i feel like you guys if you've been listening to this already you already know <laughs> that the three of us are experts of zero things so uh... <laughs> yeah i think we yeah. said it a couple episodes ago our, our credentials are a couple microphones and a uh uh, and an podcast account every week horny yeah. <laughs> you guys are incredibly horny so you had to yeah like... that's that yeah, yeah. <laughs> certified horny yeah certified there you go i feel like that's a t-shirt that would be worn at a bachelorette party i feel like it's a t-shirt we should make <laughs> certified I horny absolutely make Nailer. a certified horny t-shirt yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> for sure yeah um, certified horny certified horny uh slurp twerp approved good that's cute i like that and i'll come up with the slurp twerp logo Good. All right. Well, with horny and slurping out of the way, we're ready to talk about. Uh, yeah, death, let's. I guess. Yeah, yeah. yeah let's uh, just jump right in. It, it's just like it. yeah. Let's just rip rip the bandaid off, I guess, from the get go. Um, without getting like into too many details, I will say that someone I was dating uh, died of suicide, and we had just to give a brief backstory. We had. Um, been friends for a long time and then we ended up confessing our feelings for each other and we started dating and this person Rachel she started to deteriorate her mental health became an issue to where she needed serious professional help and 
in January of 2019, she ended up taking her life. And it is the hardest thing I've ever had to go through in my entire life. Um, I was in just a complete fog and haze. 2019 is a very weird time for me. It's like thinking, it's like trying to remember a route. You're driving a car through like a hazy morning. You can kind of remember bits and pieces, but it is on the whole kind of difficult to recall those kind of time, like that time period. Um, I just want to say, you know, at the front, everyone goes through their own journeys with grief. I'm not saying, um, I, I mainly I'm here to talk about getting back into the dating world after you've lost somebody and, you know, everyone goes at their own pace and their own journey. Uh, definitely, like I said, seek professional help if you need it. I had a great lady that called me from the, um, where we live in Denton County. Uh, she would call me and check up on me after a while, but you know, losing someone to suicide is not dissimilar to losing somebody to any illness, you know? So I think when I can talk about stuff, you know, obviously I had a very specific journey, but I think if you've lost somebody and you're listening to this episode and you stumble upon it, hopefully stuff I can say can help in your journey as well back to the dating world, which is, you know, scary enough when you don't have any tragedies going on, you know, it's, it can be difficult, but, um, yeah, I'm mainly talking about when I decided to jump back into the dating pool. And I definitely, I believe, started pretty early. Like, I probably like early 2020, which is ironic. Great time to start yeah, dating. Yeah, start to like get on the apps <laughs> and like, you know, start, start. That's when I started to feel a little comfortable, but I was probably too soon even then. Um, but it's just, you know, I, I didn't know like, you know, I, I didn't know like when to like masturbate after losing some, you know, like when sure. do you decide is the right time to like, not just start outwardly expressing sexuality, but like your internal stuff, you know, that's a whole other road that you go down. Like it, it's just, no one wrote a book on that stuff. You know, it's not like, sure. I know what, no one really even talks about that, but it was, uh, that's what Harley you know, knows for just, baby. Right. You just yeah. go at your own you got your own pace and what you feel comfortable with. Don't let anyone tell you, not even me, like don't, don't let anyone tell you where, when you should start going through that kind of like stuff again, when you should start dating and start sure. getting sexual again, that that's your own thing, man. That, that's something that you work out. And like I said, definitely seek uh, a lot of local, there's definitely a lot of meetup groups. If you're specifically suicide, mm -hmm. there's a lot of local, if you search, a lot of cities have meetups with other survivors where you can meet and talk and kind of express stories. So, you know, it, it, they, there are resources available out there for you. But yeah, I, I started on the apps in like early 2020, ironically. And uh, I just yeah, around March is March ish, right? Yeah, yeah, around March. Yeah, but uh, yeah, but can um, I pause really quick? Before yeah, before we jump into like that, how long, if it's not too personal, obviously, how long did it take you to like to, to masturbate, to like show yourself love before like God. outwardly, you know? Probably probably a couple of weeks, like yeah. it probably maybe like a month or so. But man, I was just like, I, I didn't really know. Like, I, I was just like, I, I don't know. Like, I, I was like, it felt like, am I being disrespectful? You know, like you, you think about that kind of thing. Like, I, I have no idea. Like, what is the, like, is, is this even being respectful to not masturbate? Like, you know, you think sure. about those kind of things. Like it is, it's really like, what, what do I do? Like, 
I don't know. Like you feel like you said, and like definitely the yeah. first like jumping in, like being sexual again. It it you definitely feel like ah, oh, this is so weird. You know, it, it definitely is weird at that initial like stage back. Like you do think like man, this is just so odd and so bizarre. And, and you know, like it, it is like learning, but like everything after a tragedy is like learning how to do everything again. So it wasn't just like masturbating. It was like everything else in my life. So I don't know if it was something single or it was, I lumped it in with every other experience I was relearning. Cause you basically are like, it's like a hard reboot. Like you have to learn how to do so many things other again. And that is one of them. You know, people don't talk about learning how to masturbate again, but you know, I wasn't going, I, I think my first time back, I, I don't remember right off the bat. Like I can't recall the exact like session, but I, I think it was like, I started pretty tame. Like it wasn't like, maybe not even looking at porn. Maybe it was just, I, I, I can't recall exactly, but I don't think I was going into like bukkake or like anything like super like i wasn't doing like hardcore right. three ways right off the bat it was right. like you know it was, it was simple like either right just, like you on your own just kind of like yeah exactly know, touching around it's, or whatever in the shower it's or... sort of like relearning how to masturbate again yeah you know? sure. it's sort of like you know in a weird way like you you know but well, yeah you mentioned was... like rule book right you mentioned like there's no rule book on how this is no. supposed to go and then like also just like the idea I don't know, there's a lot of like internalized guilt that I feel like a lot of people have with like, absolutely sur like well, like survivors guilt just in general but like also I mean like with uh with sexuality I mean like guilt is already something that's kind of baked in for a lot of people especially if you grew up in either a conservative or a religious household you know like those are or both uh then those are are, are absolutely things that are kind of like driven into you right but then also like yeah, like, am I, I don't even know if this has anything to do with respect. You, you know what I mean? Like that kind of thing. And I mean, I, I can't, I can't relate, you know, you know, in, in this particular situation, but I mean, like, even after just like tragedy in general, whether, whether, whether or not it was somebody that you were romantically, you know, with or not, you know, like, there's always kind of this, like, this dry spell for, at least for me, that's how I experience. There's this dry spell for, for a little bit afterwards while you're, while you're grieving over whatever it may be. And you're like, I don't, I don't know when it's okay for me to want to be happy again. You, you, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know what it's Yeah, okay absolutely. For... Yeah, yeah. Yeah, def definitely, man. Like, it, you have to, like, it, it's a weird thing to have to ask yourself permission to sure. be happy again. And then also you think about, like, well, will other people judge me? You know, like, sure. I, I did I was on the apps after about a year and I was thinking like, I, I re-downloaded after a couple of months and then I would delete, I would re-download and delete a bunch where I'd be like, this is wrong. I'm it's too soon. You know, I definitely went through that process for a while. And then at, at like past the one year mark around like, you know, late January, 2020, early February, 2020, that's when I really started to focus more singularly and start to like really, pay attention to the apps and put my like effort into it sure. but yeah man it was uh, it was just a diff it was just a weird experience like i wasn't even thinking that first year about romance or anything like that it was just more uh, mainly focused on myself and in turn like that year of 2019 was mainly that kind of stuff but people lose partners and you know widows and widowers you know the, the those take those can take years. Like that's not to say like, you know, my process was too quick or too long, but you know, like I said, everyone goes at their own pace with that kind of stuff. Yeah. It's not a, it doesn't need to be the same path for everybody. You got to kind of just 
trust trust your instincts trust your gut trust your heart that kind of thing yeah and i would say like if you're casually dating definitely don't mention uh your dead significant other like if you're just going out to like hook up and do that kind of stuff do you that's your thing but i wouldn't drop that on somebody that you have a casual relationship with that's just my opinion on that kind of stuff not a great second date uh topic no no definitely not at all (laughs) well i mean because i mean that's also a term right what what, trauma dumping on people right i mean like it's definitely don't do that there's certain yeah. there's a certain level of like relationship that you're with either whether it's platonic or 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 romantic uh, you know whatever um to where like like you just don't you just don't dump that you just don't bring that kind of stuff into like I'm not gonna talk to my coworkers about like anything heavier than like I kind of had a bad day today like that's about hey. the extent of what I'll ever go to with any yeah you would be so, surprised like, people people trauma dumped on me on uh the apps you know some people are like way overshare. like i'm like we're on hinge like don't right. like, I, i'm sorry like yeah like i'm definitely sorry this thing happened to you but you don't know well, i don't like, know i'm a stranger you. yeah i don't know you like that's yeah. something like for me this that's a, a very yeah for me like to tell somebody about like my story it's a very like it, especially romantic partner that's definitely a harder thing to do that was you know i've been seeing my current girlfriend since may of this year so you know i also she knew uh, a friend of mine so she knew who i she knew about what had happened to me and also if you're dating somebody like let's say casual dating that's sort of done and you found somebody that you want to continue and have a relationship with and you want to keep seeing a lot of the times because of social media and the era we're in, they're probably going to see, you know, that they'll look back at your social and they'll see that this happened to you and they'll read about it. And, you know, maybe they are friends with mutuals. So they know your story or know kind of what happened. That was sort of my situation. So there was this kind of gray area where, you know, I hadn't told them yet, but I knew that they knew that this mm-hmm. sort of, that this happened to me, you know? So, yeah, so but, you kind of have to address it to like at some point. Right. And in, in, I was stressing out a ton about like, when do we talk about it? And luckily, just through conversation, there was a natural off ramp to that area. It wasn't just like, oh, hey, by the way, you know, <laughs> I, I didn't just like drop it. But we were talking about like grief and grieving and like it just naturally there was an inclination. And I even said like up front, I was like, well, you probably, you know, you probably already know. But. I'm going to tell you any, you know, kind of anyway. Well, there's a difference between like hearing it offhand from someone else that also probably was still friends with, we've already said her name, right, Rachel? Yes. Already friends with her and probably mentioned it, but it's still like a different perspective, especially being that you were dating her at the time. Like that's totally like a different uh, point of view than uh, even just a friend. Absolutely. Yeah. Like I, I probably had the deepest, uh, you know, besides her family, I'll give that caveat, but I had a certain insight that because when she was going through her like, it's not like an like mental health is also like, unfortunately, there's still like a ton of stigma. And when she was going through her battles, it wasn't known to the public. So like I had to also keep that private and it, that's a difficult that's a whole nother like realm you know to deal with that kind of stuff because if 
somebody you love is battling like cancer, leukemia or something like that. It's, it's probably, you know, sometimes those battles are private, but sometimes they, there's not a stigma behind that kind of stuff. Like there is mental health. So I, I was able to relay my, my journey to her when we discussed it, you know, kind of give more insight in, because what only she heard was that like, oh, you know, he had a girlfriend that died or, you know, something like that. Right. So it was it was nice to but we had been dating for a couple of months before we talked about that. That wasn't just something that, you know, we blurred out. We had yeah, developed that the reasonable time frame before. Exactly. Right. And also, like, you know. If your partner may share something, you know, they may break the dam and share something with you you know, that sure. will make you feel more comfortable with opening up to them. You know, it's all just a journey at your own, like personal comfort level is the, the thing I'm kind of going to nail down. Like, do not sure. feel pressured because, you know, you feel like maybe I saw it in a movie or something. I have to do this, but you know, you go at your own pace and your own comfort level. Right. And yeah, I just wanted I mean, to uh, uh, kind of comment on one thing you said about how, uh, like, she wasn't necessarily public about her her mental health struggles and the no. battle she was going through. Um, as someone that was like, she had been like around our friend group for a number of years, and like, I hung out with her a lot also throughout those years, and I had no clue. Yeah, that's the thing is that when you're, um, uh, like, a lot of people that. You know, I, I read a book after I was given a lot of like literature and I got a packet from the city when they heard that, you know, I'd lost someone to suicide and there was a book and God, I wish I could remember. I loaned it to somebody and I never got it back, but it was a book all about firsthand. It was just firsthand accounts of survivors and, you know, people being shocked to find out like my husband killed him killed himself and i had no idea that he was even battling this like a lot of people can keep it under wraps for a long time you know the even if even if you are getting help but even if you're not like if you're ashamed to get help like it's something that people are good like unfortunately people that suffer from mental health issues they get good at hiding it from people like they rehearse it and they're able to you know hide their discomfort or their pain like it, it's just you know it's tragic but you know, it once, I don't know. It, it just depends like who you're dating and you know, what, you know, what level they are comfortable talking about it. Cause unfortunately there is that stigma. So shit. Sure. But, um, I was write some other things. Um, it was a weird, I had a weird like conversation with my grandmother about because mm -hmm. my grandfather had died and we had this sort of kinship that I wasn't expecting to have the relationship with my grandmother who had also lost somebody. You know, it was just very odd um, to have that connection, but it was sort of beautiful in a way to sort of meet her on another level. And uh, yeah, that was just another thing about dealing with losing someone is that usually it happens to older you know, older people. And sure. a lot of the times if you're, you know, older in age, you don't really want to go out and date someone. You've been with the same person for, you know, 20 plus years, you know, maybe you feel like, oh, I don't feel the need to go out. But yeah. I I'm saying even if you did, you know, I, I think that, that that door is, you know, open if you're willing to go through it. I think that, you know, it's never too late to 
I, that was another thing after Rachel died as I was thinking, you know, is that it? Like, am I ever going to be able to open up and love again? Like, that's a difficult journey to go through. You know, you think to yourself, you know, maybe that was it. Maybe this was the the big one. And maybe you, I only get one shot, you know, but I'm here to say that I, that's not the case. Like there is life to be lived after, after death. There is a way and there's a, there's a way out. But understandably, it's difficult to see like that far down the road, especially in that moment. Like when you're in it, yeah. Like while you're like immediately like processing that, like immediately a month down the road, sure. Six months down the road. I mean, and everyone's like time, like we've been talking about, everyone's uh, time frame is going to be different. Sure, and I mean, I don't know. People always describe, I think, like grief and like depression and other things like that as kind of like a like a rut right and whenever you're in that rut whenever you're in that like you can't see ahead at that point right you're so deep in it that it's like it's hard to even imagine what it's going to be like if there is going to be like a future love life a future whatever it is you know like the future so far away at that point and it's hard it's hard to imagine it. Um, you just want to speed run through it, but there's no speed run. You know, you just, right. well, yeah, you take yeah. it one, you know, you, you know, it's like you take it one little step at a time. You, yeah. You like have to. Santa <laughs> taught okay. old man winter to walk. Yep. It's exactly one foot in front of the other. That's a really good, you know, you, you like, I know you may be saying that's jokingly, but for no. a child and you're like watching that special, yeah. but like you're, you're thinking, you know, oh, that is a good, that that's a good message to teach somebody. Just like, it it a, really is. Just because it's a funny reference to make doesn't mean it's not like a poignant thought. Or accurate. It, right. Exactly. Right. That's just and how like, slurpy ac- uh, acts in his life. Fucking good. go easy on yourself and celebrate those steps. Like yep. if you're able to like the first day where I was able to sort of go all day without thinking about it, like it was a day at work. It was just a normal day at work and I was working and I was super fucking busy. And at the end of the day, you know, you think about it because it's always there. You're always thinking about it, but you're like, man, I went like a couple of straight hours not constantly thinking about it you know it was like wow i i can't believe like i did that and you know it's incredible you know i'm not saying that you should repress it and not think about it because it's going to be you you can't you know but once you start to reacclimate yourself and kind of get back to that normalcy it can be kind of nice um earlier whenever you mentioned about like i guess like connecting or bonding with your with your grandmother over over loss i mean like it's I don't know. It's like, it's depressing to think about, but at the same time, like that's the one thing that everyone like that lives beyond five, maybe 10 years, like you will have lost somebody, you know, like, like that is, that is the one unifier between everyone is that you will have lost somebody, you know, and the longer that you live, the higher the likelihood that it's going to happen and happen again. Right. And so like, it's, it's sad, but I mean, bonding over that, you know, is, is absolutely a thing that can happen. That's why like specifically those groups that you mentioned, you know, cause I've, I've, I've heard about, you know, those, those kind of like groups or, or meetups mm-hmm. or anything like that um, can be so beneficial. Cause like, like I said, like feeling in that rut, like you feel so isolated, you feel so alone. Like, 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 is anyone else even experiencing anything remotely close to what I am right now? And the answer is yeah. The answer is yes. There, there, there are people that have obviously not the same experience, but you know, something similar. Right. So. Yeah. It's, it's definitely, uh, you know, you get a membership to a very shitty club, <laughs> you know, you, mm-hmm. you get, you get like, uh, I had two friends that lost parents and you know, that's not the same thing. Like that'll be a whole nother journey when that happens. Like, Thankfully, I still have both of my parents, but they said, 
you know, you're in our weird little club now of having lost someone, you know, close right. to you. Like it, it is, you know, but, but that's also a good thing is don't <sighs> grieve in your own privacy. Like that is totally acceptable, but it, it's also okay to, you know, let friends talk to you about their, like what they went through. Cause your friends will probably have really great advice. Your friends are family. They've most likely, like you said, Kyle, they've probably been through this before. Like I, you know, I never thought I would relate to my grandmother on that level, but we had a really nice conversation about it. And it was, you know, it was very, you know, in a weird way, comforting, you know, to know that other people have been through your struggles and they went through the other, they came out the other side, you know? Absolutely. Um, you also, I don't know, so you, you said something along the lines of like, don't like, it's not necessarily repressing it, but you know, you do have to like, like celebrate those wins of whenever you do kind of like progress. I, 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 I I'm not sure exactly. Yeah. That's the right word. For that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I saw a little like graphic that somebody did, uh, online and it was like, well, people think that like grief, you know, like your life is this, and then grief is this, like this, this nasty little, you know, like dark spot in the middle of your life. And then you think that over time, that dark spot goes away, but it's more along the lines of like, here's your life. And then your grief spot is there. The grief stays. It's always there. It's going to be there. the scar. Like your yeah. life, your life expands outside of that. So it's not that the grief like goes, like the, the event goes away. It's just that your life goes beyond that and you keep growing from there yeah absolutely uh i, I forgot who told me but somebody said that it, it's uh in the bunch of advice and you know stuff words i got afterwards that it's like getting a wound you know it's like you know a stab or a gunshot you know it it's there and it hurts but over time it fades into a scar so it's never always gone but it won't hurt anymore right. you know it'll it'll always be there as a reminder but you'll you just you wear it on the inside instead of the outside it's just that type of scar but um yeah you're like it it was it was definitely odd and you know covid was a whole nother thing you know that was bizarre but i, I made a chance to like i i made us like i wasn't gonna date anyone until we i found out they were vaccinated that was just sort of my like pretty reasonable thing yeah, like yeah, you're gonna that's spend fair. a lot of time <laughs> with somebody but um I had developed a relationship with my current girlfriend. We had sort of matched in the early days when I like first jumped on to uh, getting back on the dating apps. And like, we had just sort of, you know, casual conversation for a while. And then after a while, you know, I got her number and we texted for months before we actually met. Like I said, we didn't meet until May of 2021. And we matched uh, just like around Christmas time, 2019, I think is when we matched, but oh, yeah, wow. we, that's even we longer had, than like, I had thought. Yeah. So we had been, we had been texting for months and you know, that's not normal before a first date, you know, you don't always like text somebody for a long time, but it made the first date go a lot easier. I know that's not very like grief specific, but uh, I guess pandemic, and I guess we're kind of, you know, we, if we could wrap a little down again, bring, bring some of that into this as well. We're right. Still, but and like, we're still in the pandemic. It's not right. going anywhere or anytime. Soon. Yeah. I'm but, pretty sure that's just life for forever now. Yeah. Yeah. yeah but it, it, I think that developing a relationship over text is not necessarily a bad thing before first date. Like, obviously, I wouldn't wait like five months to ask someone out, but if you can develop a text relationship, it kind of takes the uh, tension out of a first date a little bit. If you sort of have a little bit of a repertoire beforehand, just sort sure. of a word of advice, I guess, as far as like, yeah, 
dating. I mean, I've done some but, online dating, you know, as well. And almost all the time before like going into a first date, um, I prefer to have like a little bit of a text exchange and then like maybe having a phone call as well, just because like that also adds another layer of like one, it's a real person. Uh, and then two, uh, you know, just, just always like, how, good to how, verify. I mean, yeah. yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Girl, I got that Zoom premium account. Let's hop on a Zoom. Also, oh, yeah. are, let's do it. Uh, do you want to do a podcast? Yeah. <laughs> Oh, Toe, you should absolutely do a first date on this podcast. That is not happening. That is not happening. I just got back on the Do it. Do it. Do it. Do it. No, we are not. Come on, do it for the show. No, we are not doing this. No. Come on. for the vine. Postponed a date already. This is terrible. But the... um. No, what is it fucking, but yeah, having a conversation on the phone also, you know, I think is a really good call just because like, I don't know, like for me, I'm a lot more eloquent. I feel like, or at least not eloquent, but like I can speak a lot easier on text, right? Just because like, I can look over what I say, I can, whatever. I feel like Absolutely. I come off as more charming over text. Uh, but then whenever people talk to me on the phone, they'll be like, oh, he's a jackass. But like, it's important that they know that upfront as opposed to being surprised whenever we like, we actually meet up in person. I yeah. Think, you know, we've talked about this. I'm the opposite. I hate texting. I, I feel like my tones, tone is never conveyed correctly. People don't understand my like humor. I, I come across, across more dickish and I over analyze <laughs> and overthink everything I try and type. Yeah, I have to type and retype and delete and re like do it, and then it, I say too much or whatever. So I, I, I prefer like a phone call. I prefer mm -hmm. a phone call. I'm gonna sure. go grab a beer. Kyle's got me hankering for a beer, so I'll, I will yeah. be right back. Uh, right. PBR so wasn't a tease real quick. I know. <laughs> well, if we're gonna making drinks, I'll go fucking mix a cocktail. I'll be right. I'll just right. uh, put ten seconds of silence so I cut this next part out. Okay. I had to tell, I told a few people where I was going just in case she murdered me out there. Right, or like, oh, I was, I was more thinking like, like a white Wait, eagle what? or something. Who's got oh, I'll tell you something. Oh, the cabin. Happened. Yeah. Yeah. I told Sean, I told you the story, right? About yeah. the knock. Yeah. Yeah, so, yeah. 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 What? Yeah. So we, are so we going to, do you want this? Background. Do you want to include this in the episode as if it's like sure, a funny yeah. story? It's okay. a funny story. Whenever he started saying elbow. Content. I mean, yeah. There, so yeah. 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 Start at elbow. Oh yeah. So untrigger warning there's no <laughs> this next bit nothing, will be yeah this is just a hilarious story that happened uh so i took i took my girlfriend out we rented a cabin out in bluffdale texas which is like two miles from dallas a little west miles uh, or hours south Two hours, sorry. I got two, you, but two, like, two miles. Okay. I was like, wow. Two miles, it was right outside. I don't want these geography heads in your uh, DMs right. causing, you yeah. causing you trouble. Yeah, all those so, that are our viewers. Big geography heads? They're like, hey. Scientists. No, uh, no rural Texas better. Yeah. So it's, it's basically like a, it's sort of like a resort where there's like a front office and they like, main barn area where like there's a main house and then there's a main road and then up off that main road are little cabins so like there's a road it's like armadillo road and you go down that road for like a mile and there's a cabin so there's like five or six private cabins out there like different sizes so our cabin we rented was on the like far end of the property so it was the furthest away from the front office 
and we're chilling. It's Saturday night. Uh, we're just like puzzling or, you know, we would just ate dinner and we're listening to music and there was a knock on the door and we're thinking to ourselves, what the fuck? Like we both looked at each other, like what the fuck? So we got up and it was like this teenager in like a hoodie and he was very nervous. He seemed very distressed. So we're like, oh shit. So he goes, Hey, just wondering, you know, have you guys seen, um, there's I'm missing my basset hound. He, uh, he got out and he, we think he might be in one of the cat, like hiding under one of the cabins. Have you guys seen him? And I was like, we're like, no, we haven't seen it. It was quiet the whole day. We hadn't even seen a animal, let alone a, a dog. So he's like, oh, okay, thanks. And we're like, well, if we find him, he's like, do we take him to the front office? And, she, and he goes, yeah, 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 yeah. And he like runs off. We're like, okay, that was weird. <laughs> so when we went to check out the next morning, uh, I'm, walk, I'm walking to the front office and this fucking basset hound comes running up to me. And I'm like, what the hell? And like the main guy was there. And I was like, is this the basset? And he goes, yeah, that's the one. He goes, hey, sorry if we bothered you last night. This, you know, he gets out sometimes. Name's Kevin. And he goes, likes to hide under the porches of the cab. Yeah. Just oh, a big floppy-eared basset hound. Uh, anyway, it was a great, it was a great experience. Scared the shit out of me, but it was. <laughs> <laughs> As many good experiences do, actually. Right. So, you know, that. Yeah. Starts out scary, ends up getting to meet a basset hound named Kevin. Yep. If I had a cool, nickel man. for every time. We we saw uh, when we when we did like a little walk, we saw a bunch of steers, and there was a big hog and goats and. It was all really fun. I really like a big vacation. hug. I fucking Hell yeah! Hell yeah! Dude, some pork and with my hog. I hate it. I hate it so much. I hate it. <laughs> oh, also, there was a, shit. There was a fucking jacuzzi at the cabin, too. We had a private jacuzzi. A fucking and it was jacuzzi? like 40. It was like That's 40 unhealthy. degrees That's outside. Bad. I know. Don't fuck in the jacuzzi. No. You can hurt yourself. Yeah. Get all sorts it, of bad stuff in so there. So you get a UTI. It was dehydrated it was too. Nice, it's bad. But you got to drain awesome. the jacuzzi. Ah, uh, they do all that stuff out there. Oh, they all have. I a... had to know. They all I had to do was learn how to turn the jets on and off, and that was it. But they, I they imagine there was a button. Else. Yeah. <laughs> oh, they they handle the uh, the cleanup Cleaning. the next day. Yeah. <laughs> oh, good. Yeah. Sorry, we got a jizz cleaner. Yeah. What, what's on your business card? <laughs> yeah jizz cleaner there you go i'm, I'm the spunk yeah nose. you know they have to do that yeah, yeah because uh, you know people turn the jacuzzi to a jizz cuzzy <laughs> good good whenever you first said jacuzzi i don't know why i thought you said like dracuzzi and i was like is that a pokemon like what are we talking about here? like i did dra <laughs> like, I was like when i was a little kid jacuzzi, I, thought jacuzzi. I thought somebody was trying to get my attention because my last name sounds like jacuzzi oh that's, yeah i guess it does yeah. i guess it does yeah, yeah so yeah. i i was very confused as a very hard of hearing little kid sure <laughs> i can't confirm he was a hard of hearing little kid there you go Plus. An adult too. Yeah, yeah. it's that you know, that's that's maintained consistency. Oh yeah. Shit. Yeah, luckily, like uh my story's kind of like a happy ending. You know, I'm in a very loving relationship right now and things are going really great. And it's just, you know, I never imagined that you know it would happen to me. You know, it just you you think when you're in that dark hole, you know, that it's you know, your, your love life is done. You know, you're, you're just, it's just never going to happen again, but 
it was just like, it's just a testament that, you know, it, it can, and you can come out the other side and you can allow yourself to be happy and do it, be happy again. Like it's definitely sure. possible. It's good, I think there's a lot of people stuff. too, that like, even after, I don't know, I mean, like with, with the discussion in a situation like this, I mean, there's probably a lot of people even just after like a bad breakup and they like they're they, they have it in their head that like there's no way we're going to i'm going to fall in love again or there's no way but i mean like if you put it in the larger scheme of things if there are if there are people that can move on from something that is you know a, a pretty significant step you know uh, uh further away from that then then so could you right and so even yeah. if you can't relate in this specific kind of sense i think that you know any viewers or, or, or listeners i guess not viewers hey, any listeners you know can any any future breakups will yeah. be no would be a piece of cake for me from here on yeah. out. Well, there you go yeah, yeah, so, yeah, I, got, yeah I, I, got I mean i can out. handle yeah yeah no problem <laughs> but uh yeah just like also you know i don't know some people some people might also try and rep like replicate the relationship that they had and i I just want to say that you can like open yourself up to meeting new and different sort of people as well like don't try and find a replacement for that relationship try and build go in with a mindset that you're building something new and not trying to replace something oh there's Mm -hmm. a cat in here you have a cat which one what are you- no no david my roommate's cat which cat oh, okay. i'm easily distracted i thought david was the cat's name for a second no. oh, david and knows. kevin oh yeah i know That's i want to see i want to know which one it is ah it's the one i like oh. Oh, she doesn't like him oh my goodness she was not a fan i see that Get out of here. <laughs> Get go get on get yeah scoot sorry if, if i don't if i don't close my door she's cute though she'll she'll walk up to my door and like just push it open if yeah. i don't have it like completely shut she just loves to come in and just like hang out yeah cats yep. do that that's what i've heard also i should say uh at the time that i was going through my tragedy sean was one of my roommates and just was so fucking awesome hey. during that time like i i had no i i was lucky to live in a house full of people during this when i was going through it because i had people looking after me and sean was definitely a big part of that and you know i just want to shout him out specifically like was such a huge part during that time of getting me through it and you know just being a great friend and but bringing minions DVDs to me <laughs> when we still haven't watched. We still need to sit down and watch that. Uh, no, for sure, man. Of course, man. We've been, uh, you know, you've been my brother for how long? We've been friends. Twenty five. Are we? Are we getting on twenty five? We're, we're close. What's, what is that? What anniversary is that? The uh, pearl anniversary. <laughs> I think so. I'll get you pearl a pearl necklace. necklace. Yeah. Okay. yeah. <laughs> We'll exchange a couple pearl necklaces. <laughs> good, 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 good. But yeah, of course, man, that's what friends do. And uh, I guess, obviously, I have like the experience, uh, or my my experience was being with you through this whole uh, that whole situation. So, like anyone, if you if you're, you're in every situation, listeners, where you're having a friend that's going that, uh, I think my advice is just be there. Just be yeah. there. Like, listen. You don't have to do anything. Yeah. And just kind of vibe the room if you need to, like, 
just sit there and listen to them talk. That's one one aspect of it. If I mean, kind of just read the room and know your friends, but like sometimes like joke when it's appropriate. Sure. Laughter's well, think, medicine and all that. I think a lot of people try and like fix things. You know, like they think that they have to like fix things, right? And they think that they have to have like a no. solution yeah, or like there's a no fixing that. Thing. No, uh, and there isn't, right? There's absolutely no fixing that. It sometimes it's 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 worse, you know what I mean. Whenever you try and like say, well, we'll you know so do this instead or do that instead, and it's like I like just fucking let me exist, you know what yeah. I mean? Like, like, like I'm, right. I'm processing through this. Let me figure it out at my own pace. I appreciate you being here, and that's what I need you to be here for. Like, yeah, that's, that's what I mean. It was yeah. definitely <laughs> when this was all going down, like especially like the first the first night, the first week, the first month. Yeah, was just like. Just sitting around and being there and listening and saying something when something needs to be said, but really just just being there. It was yep. everyone like a lot of people came out of the woodwork also that I hadn't heard from in a long time, just saying, expressing their sympathies. And it was just so like overwhelming, you know, dealing with that, but also getting that response and feeling that love was really nice. Definitely helped me get through it. Uh, also, I will say, uh, I don't know if this will apply to other people, but I watched a ton of the Eric Andre show immediately afterwards when I was in the darkest and the absurdity of that, just seeing something so the opposite and chaotic and, you know, just it really helped deal with my grief in a weird way. So I recommend the Eric Andre show. To <laughs> yeah. anybody grieving? Big show. Eric, if so, you're listening. <laughs> right. But it was Perfect. just something so it was something so out in just the opposite of what was going on. Like it, it was chaos, but also a funny version of chaos. Yeah. And I don't know if that helped in a weird way. I, but it helped me laugh for sure. I'm thinking maybe I'm just I'm gonna throw this out here. In a situation where you're having a hard time making sense of anything, sometimes it's fun to just put on something that you can't make sense of that's joyful. Yep. Yeah, for sure. That's definitely well, what I time, that's definitely what I experienced. This whole time you've been saying like, you know, like find your own pace or or whatever things like that. But it's not even just like your own pace. It's also like find whatever it is that makes you feel nice, whatever gives you some level of serotonin at that at, at that moment, you know, like take it, you know, because like even if it seems like this should this doesn't make sense for me to find joy in this, shut up. <laughs> just 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 let yourself enjoy some silly ass Eric Andre or you know, whatever whatever each individual person's Eric Andre is find it and hold on to that you know don't question it it's okay like as long as you're not hurting somebody as long as your version of serotonin isn't like dropping elbows on somebody then you right, know fine yeah. you know unless uh, it's a situation where both people consent that. to having elbows dropped like we're gonna drop elbows exactly. on each other like oh, yeah, yeah. If, if i mean fighting if, you know if, if yeah i mean if sure. you find somebody who likes you know sexual elbow drops i mean who knows you could find somebody who really likes that shit some people like getting punched you know, some people like, yeah. you know, causing pain. Total, some people like getting punched. <laughs> okay, you know what? One, fuck you guys. Okay. Two, I took a, a BDSM test and I got 100% sadist. So, or, or it's like really high on sadist. I was like, God damn it, she was right. Like, <laughs> You like hurting Go see your local. Yeah, go to your local BDSM club. Mm -hmm. Find a uh, mistress to take exactly. terrible care of you. Yeah, you can you well, can get well, it out in a in a positive way and help <laughs> yeah. support your local sex workers. Yeah, there I you go. So. I suppose so. There it is. God bless. I'm glad we got Not there what somehow. I was about, but yeah. <laughs> 
it's uh, somehow punchy always comes back i don't understand hope she's doing okay or what's that someone new is coming into the zoom call oh my god <laughs> how would that be if i if i found this oh woman I would not if she reached okay out to me it's like I, hey i, I want to be on the show i would not That'd be, be great. okay with that I was not I was Everyone, not comfortable. Are you gonna have you guys should just do a full X's episode and all three of you bring an X on? Oh, oh my no. she was not an X. She was not an X. That is not the same thing. An X or a hookup. An X or a hookup. An X or a hookup, yeah. That that actually would be fun. And I think I could get at least one of them on. I think all I right. get one the, of them to come through. Play the newlywed game or something like that with the two. Oh. A hookup uh, from years ago? Jesus yeah. Christ. Yeah, no thanks. That's a big oh no thanks from me. Good. Yeah, I'm not sure I like that idea either. <laughs> we'll find a... Uh, I, I want to find... Definitely, like, if I come back next time, I promise you, we can't... <laughs> we can literally not go darker. So we That's will true. do yeah. a more lighthearted <laughs> really. episode next time. Yeah. You're, you're right we'll find that. some... We'll, we'll find a fetish. Uh, maybe, like, a fast and furious like a bald maybe like a bald guy fetish if that's a thing maybe we'll we find partial that in birthing. that has to do with bald people oh, partial cool. birthing is where you stick a, a human head into a vagina so i guess okay. i guess baldness would help <laughs> listening yeah that's what i'm that, that's what i'm saying i'm saying baldness helps it's it's really like right? a swim cap yeah, yeah. <laughs> just loop up swim cap yeah Perfect. picture me in a, a swim cap but then like my like hair like falling yeah. out from the, the oh, ends nice. what's Going the diving. thing where people get like ziploc bagged and like vacuum sealed what's that called oh i don't know what that's you know called what I'm but i've about? seen that yes i do right. i do know what you're talking about those are I wild would, let's do an episode on that i think that would be fun <laughs> did i tell you about the time i used a ziploc bag as a condom you've talked about on the show oh, <laughs> that's yeah. crazy oh, okay. i think so <laughs> you know you you know the person which is which is even funnier sam um but yeah so uh <laughs> damn dude I mean, yeah. Yeah. hey that's definitely do, an sam do do some guesses i'll bleep them out no i'm good i, I won't i'm not gonna touch that <laughs> yeah, yeah not I like not like the ziploc that, bag yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It was like you had to like I had to like put the penis in like diagonally in there and then like use the hair like tie to up. seal it up at the back end of it. <laughs> okay. you know? So like my penis was almost like constricted to the point where it like fall off. But I was like, I got a nut. And she was like, I don't have condoms and neither do you. So. And no one had time to go to a store. No, yeah. we were horny then. Like, <laughs> we were young. She was baby. She was house sitting. So, you know, we were mm -hmm. just like. You know, we're just going to take one of their Ziploc bags and use one of her hair ties. And God bless. There it was. So let me tell you, I, I guess I have another story about uh, <laughs> recently I went out to buy some condoms and, you know, you know, it's a bad deal. Like if you can avoid the 16 year old kid working the, the register, sure. do it. Avoid them yeah. because yeah, they absolutely. will always make a comment about it. Like one <laughs> the, like one time this kid was like, dude, don't buy these. They're a scam. What you do is you can email you can email the government and they'll send you a box of three hundred condoms for free. Excuse me, dude. The government. Let's drop that. Let's drop that uh, link though. Yep. Yeah. What? I'll take three hundred free said, condoms. He said, he said if you like email, he's just like, oh, you email the government and just like, all right, go at gov.com. Can I get the three hundred condoms? Hello, the government. <laughs> I would like my three hundred condoms, please. If I meet Joe Biden, I'm gonna demand he give me three hundred condoms. Yeah. My Joe, path. can I have some rubbers, please? I mean, I gotta assume Clinton initiated this. 
Ah, good. <laughs> Perfect. Excellent. Like it's but also, fucking... two, and I get a thousand of them. Yeah. Uh, also, one kid was like, he was like, so uh, how are these? And I was like, uh, they're fine, I guess. They're Just great. trying to get I... it, this conversation over with. And he goes, oh, I wouldn't know. I only use Magnums. He's <laughs> good. That good. actually perfectly transitions me into a condom story. Go Tell on. it. Okay. I've heard this, this story. You know what I'm talking about? Okay, so my buddy's like, hey, I need to get some condoms, but I don't want to go alone. We're like 16. Right. And I was like, sure, I'll drive I'll drive you to the store, and I'll go with you. I don't know why I'm being selected for this task, but uh, <laughs> I just like being included. You guys know me. So uh, we drive down to the CVS. Again, this is the first time he's buying condoms. So he's like looking at like the, the shelf of them, the selection. Sure. He's like which one do I fucking get? And I was like, I don't know, man. Okay, let's, I got these uh, thin, you got these rib for her pleasures, you got these flavored motherfuckers. And we're like, stay there for a good five minutes deliberating on like what condoms my friend should get. And like all the while, this like little like middle-aged lady looks like a school librarian keeps like coming past us. And like, I I'm catching, she's like kind, kind of like eyeing us right. or eyeing the situation. And I was like, is she being judgy that we're, uh, does she think we're too young to be buying condoms? So this, that, the other. She finally gives up and kind of comes by us and goes, sorry, boys, I already know what I need. Grabs the fucking Magnum XLs. Good for her. Oh. Hey, good for her, man. Hell yeah. Turtle, I'm glad you just go, yo, because that is exactly what my friend said in the moment. <laughs> he goes, yo. That's amazing. That's fantastic. What a cool yeah, and I think, I think he ended up getting, like, the thins or something. I don't fucking know. Mm, nice. There you go. <laughs> hey, but good for him for being responsible. We live in the yeah. fucking... Yeah. We live in a puritanical bullshit society that doesn't want to talk about this type of stuff, so... Yeah. yeah that's yeah. why our hometown was featured on 16 and Pregnant. There you go. <laughs> true, and true. That's why we have this <laughs> podcast, so so people can can, can have a open place to listen and talk about... Uh, genitals uh and 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 other things yeah but you know life love sex relationship and genitals um are we adding that to the <laughs> please this is hardly no our podcast about sex life life and uh genitals on that note um yeah jesus uh what what a what a what an episode i mean like it, like we actually laughed a lot more on this episode than than i thought we would so mm -hmm. this is this was this was nice. So, um, but yeah, Sam. I mean, always always a goddamn treat to to, to have you here. And thanks for thanks. like making this episode. I think as uh, as 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 good as it could be. You know what yeah. I mean? For something that is obviously like it's a darker subject, but it's also necessary and part of life. And it is huh. life of sex and relationships and genitals. So there it is, mm -hmm. right? With so. life, there is death. So yeah, thank you for sharing because I think it is yeah definitely a very important thing, and it doesn't have to necessarily even relate to like somebody that you're dating, you know, just grief in general. I think you had a lot of, a lot of good ideas and like a lot of, a lot of good pointers for like what you've like been through. So just, yeah, thank you for sharing. Cause I know it's probably not like super easy. I'm sure it gets easier over time, you know, but um, just thank you so much for, for being open and, and willing to answer our questions as we had them as well. And just being like super, super awesome. Love having you here. So thanks for coming back. Of course. Thank you. Thank you for having me back. And I promise this time, next time we will do a lighthearted because there's not really, anything we, like, we can't go any darker than yeah. this. Yeah. <laughs> nope. 
All right. Well, where can the oh, lovely yeah. people find you, Sam? Uh, I'm at Sam underscore I newsy on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, feel free to shoot me a DM if you're a listener and maybe you've gone through a similar experience and you have another question for me. I'm an open book. So feel free to message me or, you know, if you have any questions about dating after a loss or anything like that, I didn't cover. I'd be happy to sort of, you know, just if you just need someone to talk to or soundboard, I'm, I'm definitely here for that. Uh, also at thank pod for cast, uh, on Instagram and Twitter. That's thank pod for cast cars is podcast. Sean and I do about Hell the yeah. Fast and furious franchise. We're currently covering Vin Diesel movies right now. So we're working our way through all the Vin Diesel movies. So uh, we'd love to uh, have you listen as well to that podcast. Yeah, if you want to hear uh, Sam and I just talk about uh, Vin Diesel a bunch, that was a great time to jump into that podcast. We've talked about all the Fast and Furious, with all the, the Justin Lins. We do some other uh, bits and bobs here and there. And yeah. if you perverts want to check it out, uh, go check out, the I think, the most recent or one of the most recents. Uh, we did uh, Iron Giant with Zell. You should absolutely yeah. check that one check out. Check that out. I get Not really drunk. At all. Not biased at all. Definitely check that one out. And we also <laughs> that was go a fun over... episode. Yeah. It was so much fun. And we also go over the Instagram. Oh, that yes. Was, yeah. That was calling That was calling. Calling people out. So it was a ton of fun. We went line by line and dissected it. Um, definitely go check that episode out. It was a ton of fun. We all get just like super mm. fucking plastered and, and go over the Iron Giant. A week after this episode, I'm going to... Uh... Tell Zelda stats so she'll know if you perverts listen to this shit or not. Go listen. And speaking of fucking podcasts, I do. I'm also on a, a third podcast, The Castle It's it. So we're me and my buddy Jake. We're the podcast professionals. Each episode, we help our guests perfect their passion, a podcast passion project. Hell yes. And uh, both of my lovely co-hosts, as well as our lovely guests, have been guests on that show as well. And if you guys liked the uh, slash fic about Turtle and I, the author is my co-host. So. Yep. Yeah, there he is. There he is. Um, perfect. Uh, Zell, where can everyone find you? Uh, you can find me on twitch.tv slash Celestia every Monday, Wednesday, Friday at 5 o'clock p.m. PST, Tuesdays, Thursdays, Sundays at noon. Um, you can also find me every other Tuesday on Turtle Pigs uh, channel some tabletop RPGs. So definitely check that out. Um, you can also hit me up at Zelestia with two A's at the end on Twitter or Instagram uh, for for anything. Also, 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 if you ever want to be on the podcast or have uh, a topic for us or would like to submit an anonymous question for us to uh, to go over, uh, hit us up at HKH Pod. Uh, with that, we also have a merch shop, Turtle Pig. You can find that at designbyhumans.com slash shop slash tater pig shop, tater like a tater tot. Um, there you will find uh, a rotating uh, bunch of designs that we do every single season, uh, as well as the Harley No Her t-shirts. Um, you can find me on twitch.tv slash turtle pig productions and patreon.com slash turtle pig productions Tuesdays and Thursdays for sure. I'm still working out my schedule actually, so we'll, we'll, we'll come back to it on that one, but you can definitely find me on those two nights. Um, and then on the social medias at prof turtle pig. Um, that wraps up this episode Sam once again thank you for being uh, here thank you for being yeah. wonderful um, and to the rest of you guys fucking cheers cheers, cheers. Right. Salute. You gotta get... oh yes and we gotta get to work on that certified horny shirt <laughs>